Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, uh, we did get an anonymous sponsorship to fill in the rest, so thank you for now. Okay. I'm going to, as, as Rabbi said, I'm going to be speaking about Shemitah. Um, I'm going to, I structured my thing to speak about a person eating in Eretz Yisrael during Shemitah. Um, lots of it is going to be relevant to people who never make it to Eretz Yisrael during Shemitah also, um, but that's just the way I set it up. Um, I'm not thinking about um, any of you who own an apartment there, or if you think about doing work on the ground over there, that's like not my, not, not what we're talking about today. Um, we're not going to talk about the things that have to do with the end of Shemitah, which that, that you'll hear about um, from the rabbi at the end of the year, about making a principle and an estrogen for Shemitah. Those, those are also different kinds of things. We're talking about really focusing on just on food type things. Um, now, the, the, the first thing you're going to say to me is, I say to you, you have to think about how you're going to eat um, in Eretz Yisrael during Shemitah. You say, what's the problem? I only think with Ashkosh anyhow. Um, especially in Eretz Yisrael, fruits and vegetables always have problems with Trumas and Maishas. So I'm easy, no problem. I'm only eating with a good Ashkosh. So easy, life is simple. Uh, um, no, I'm not going to tell you about that. That's not my job, to tell you about and, and in fact, if you, if you were here locally, that would work. Um, seriously, give Hashkafa on Sirius 10. Although we watch out for the Shemitah things also. On Ted, their fruits and vegetables are also we keep an eye on what's coming from Eretz Yisrael, either for Trumas or or for Shemitah. Um, but in Eretz Yisrael, we're going to find out it's not so simple. Okay? Even, even the food that has Hashkafa, even has a reputable Hashkafa, we're going to find out that things get a little bit more complicated when it comes to Shemitah. Um, it com- gets complicated because of different Shitas, okay? and, and the, the reputable Hashkafa take different positions on Shitas that I'm going to talk to you about. Um, and even if they gave hashkach on it, you may all of a sudden, it may not be, so to speak, as easy as you think. Okay, so I'm going to tell you for some basics, some basic information about Shemitah, and then we're going to move into the details of this, of these different uh, issues. Okay, the first is, um, the most restrictive part for us of Shemitah is, that there's a halacha called svichen. Svichen means anything that gets planted every year, think about vegetables and grains, things that you have to plant, replant every single year, the Chacham said, if that grows by itself, even if it grows by itself, you're not allowed to eat it. They were concerned that people would go ahead and plant things. They would go ahead and plant cucumbers and say, yeah, they just grew by themselves. There's just some seeds fell on the ground. So the Chacham said, all Shemitah are usher. So all vegetables and all grains that grow during Shemitah are, are all of a sudden, are automatically not allowed to eat. Okay, as opposed to fruits. Fruits, they don't get replanted every year. The, the oranges just grow by themselves. So those, we'll find out what you do with those. But anything that's a vegetable or a grain, it's all automatically, it's all usher. So that means, I mean, think about all the food you're eating. Think about what's on your plate. Half that stuff that's on there is stuff that would be, that would automatically be usher no matter what. So any GMO product? No, no, it has, it has to do with GMO. It has to, it has to do with something that you well, plant. It has to be replanted every year, even though that type of grain. Okay, I'm not sure why G- non-GMO also has to be replanted every year. Everything gets replanted every year. Tomatoes don't grow back the next year. You have to replant them every single year. And grain, wheat, doesn't grow back. You have to replant it every single year. Anything like that that has to be replanted from year to year is, is in this rule called sphere. Okay, now, um, then the, the, the other half of that is, is that even the things that we can have from the like in the fruits, that they grow, they don't have this rule of Svichen, they have something called Kedusha Svichas. In brief, I'll tell you, because we're going to get back to it later, in brief, that means that you can't take those foods out of Eretz Yisrael. You can't buy and sell them like in business like you would buy like in regular items. You can't waste them, uh, and you can't use them for certain non-typical uses. Okay, so all of a sudden, the orange, which is a Shemitah orange, which is perfectly fine, it's kosher, you can eat it, but you want to have to have strong, you can eat it, but has Kedusha Shviyas. We have to use it in certain ways, which I'm going to talk to you about, as if we, time permitting, we're going to get to what it means to eat it with Kedusha Shviyas. 
Okay? So just to, to understand a little more detail about these things is, the, the way the, rule, the times work is as follows. For grains and vegetables, they're considered Shemitah produce based on when they were harvested. So anything that's been harvested from this past Rosh Hashanah, like today, right now the cucumbers in the market were harvested during Shemitah. It makes no difference when they were planted. They were harvested during Shemitah. Those are considered Shemitah uh, cucumbers. Um, for grains, that's for vegetables. For grains um, and fruits, it goes by when they reach a certain stage of growth. Okay, but, but the stage is not important. The point is, those are not going to be Shemitah produce until later in the year, until like the end of the winter, until next year. Okay, so, so right now, if you go buy an orange from Eretz well, it's not a Shemitah orange. Okay, that's not a Shemitah orange, it's a six-year orange. If you buy it in six months from now, you buy it in a year from now, then it will be a Shemitah orange. And that's why the Asurikin, correct, the Asurikin will be from next year, because those are the ones that they reach that stage of growth during this year and the, for next year. And then one thing we'll see, in a couple of years from now, there's wines that are made from Shemitah grapes. So the, the, the grapes are the ones that are going to be harvested in, I don't know, eight, ten months from now. And they won't turn into wine until, uh, I don't know, six months, a year after that. And then they'll come to America as wine from Shemitah, which is, that's not this year, you know, it'll take some time till we get it. Okay, the, the things that have Kedushan Shemitahs include anything that's suitable for humans or animals to eat. It's not just food that we eat, and we'll see the examples of that when I get to it. For foods of humans or animals, not medicinal type things. Okay? And it also includes certain kinds of flowers and herbs. Okay, the simplest ones it includes are what we think of as herbs, like spices, things that you actually eat, the, you eat the spice itself. Think rosemary, okay? Eritrea um, is a big exporter of spices, it happens to be. Uh, so herbs and spices, those things that you actually eat them, those are for sure included. Yushalmi has a suffix. What happens if you have flowers that are meant for fragrance? Think of orchids. Okay, they're meant for their fragrance. There's a shiloh in the Yushalmi where machmer on that shiloh and say that if it's meant for fragrance, it's also considered to, have, to be shemitah produce. So roses are not meant for fragrance. Roses are, are meant for their beauty, and they incidentally have fragrance. Okay, you could we could juggle which ones are which. Okay, depends on which one it is. Um, I think I believe, if I remember correctly. Orchids are fragrance. So 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 part of why part of why you think that is I, I think okay I'm, I'm not a florist but from what I understand from what I understand from florists is part of why you think that is because we're used to um, American flowers. Okay, but Eretzisrael and Holland are big exporters of high-quality flowers, and there, uh, and there they have, they're meant for their fragrance. Uh, that's, that's my understanding. I'm not a farmer. Is that subjective, or is it like facts, like Yeah, it depends on what, pe- what, what, it depends what you buy it for. If people buy this flower because they like how it looks, then uh, we assume it does not have conditions for But if they buy it for, what it, for the fragrance that it has to be, buy it because you want it to give a good smell to it, um, if, and if you go to a forest, which is what we did, I haven't done this yet this week or last week. So he said to them, tell me, explain to me. And they said to you, these we put out because we like how they smell. That's why we put them out onto the, into the bouquet. And these, they just look nice. Okay? So then, depending on um, if it has fragrance, it could also be included. Okay? Um, yeah, so, I mean, just, just as an aside, you should note that for fruits and vegetables, at, at least in Illinois, I don't know if it's every place, but at least in Illinois, you're required to put on the, the country of origin. If you look at the fruits, you'll see there's little markings or flags or whatever. Um, you don't have to do that for flowers. The flowers will know where it comes from. Uh, but the, for fruits and vegetables, it's easier to pick them out which ones come from Eretz Yisrael than a flower. Okay. Okay, so now, I'm going to... Uh, are there actually fruits and vegetables that come from Eretz Yisrael? Yes. Yes. There's, there's lots of fruits and vegetables. As I mentioned, herbs and carrots and peppers, peppers. and... Um, 
Now, it actually, it's, it's worse during Shemitah than other years. And the reason is because during Shemitah, if you make, uh, grow vegetables in Eretz Yisrael, lots of people won't eat them because we'll find out because they, they won't consider it kosher in Eretz Yisrael because it was grown during Shemitah. So what do they going to do with it? So they export it. So export is a way to get rid of stuff that the local market won't eat. I mean, some, some export is just because they have lots of it or whatever business reason. But also when, you, when no one wants to buy it, then you do have more exporting. So there's more exporting there. You happen to know which fruit and vegetable stores are more of an issue that they buy more produce from Eretz Israel? No, I don't. It, it, it's really, it's a market. I'm, literally, they go every day down to the market and buy what's available. You know? um, so I, I know that again, in Ted's, in Ted's, they keep an eye. But they're sensitive to the fact that we want to know if there's stuff from Eretz Israel. So from Shemitah, we do what we have to do, and from regular years, we're not consuming so much. It's a market thing. You walk into the tomatoes are you know, cheaper here or from here, or more quality, or whatever they're looking for, then that's what they buy. So actually, if you were, if you were, no, so in Ted, we're getting hashkoch on it, on the fruits and vegetables, not, not on whether they have bugs yeah, on it, yeah. and not, not on the, not whether on the chaz, you probably literally see the chaz in there. Right, we keep, it, we keep an eye on it. And actually, in Shemitah, in City Fresh, they had the same thing. They, Ted people knew it for a few years. Last year Shemitah, last Shemitah in City Fresh also kept an eye on it. Um, that was fine. So we just make sure. Uh, again, like, it's like two years. Yeah. That's a hundred. You're, you're correct. Like so, but in, in, in Ted, this has been going on for a few years. And it's for Chumash Mises also. Rabbi Eisenhower was just marked Chumash. I think it was on dates that they got him from them. I don't remember where they got him from. Um, and, and the herbs, I'm not talking about the, the loose herbs that you see, those are probably not coming from Israel. I've seen them in like little packages, like uh, fresh herbs, like so a quality getting, product. I mean, they're not getting anything from Israel. Who is? They are. Rabbi, I thought just my from from something. I'm saying, but now I'm saying. From now, not Shemitah bones. But like, if they were getting oranges today, we would let them get them. We'd be my from Shemitah and then we would sell them. We wouldn't, but they got in cucumbers. They have not. No, if they, if they come to us, we'll do it for them. It's not like we're really thinking it. What? It's not every day that you're going to find it, but it happens. Like if you just walk into the store and you don't have any reason, no, I wouldn't be worried about it. But but you can just keep your eyes open. That it says on, it's, it's on the sign. It says where it comes from. It says Guatemala. You're good. It says Eretz Yisrael. Then you have to think about, okay, I have to be my first one message. So I have to think about Arla. I have to think about... Uh, if you make a shot that there's no sign that it's not from Eretz Yisrael, because by law, that's how it is. By yeah, law, no yeah, but yes, legally, at least here in Illinois, it has to say what comes from. Jewels, fruit, and vegetables is not under Hashkacha. It's not. Under hashkacha. No, jewel, the only parts under Hashkacha are very specific parts, like the deli, it's very, the fish, there's very specific yeah, parts. The produce, they're not going out to the market. The produce, where do you think they get it from? No, they, they go to the market. Of course they go to the market. That's how you get fruits and vegetables. You don't get them from Texas. They go, no, no, no. I don't know what the rules are. And also, they have the water spray. They have the water spray. I don't know if you have any questions. No, I would not be questions. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, 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 are, we are not going to have time. <coughs> We're for sure not going to have time. <coughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to go through. It's okay. I'm happy to talk, but I just I'm happy that you should talk. I mean, but okay. I'm going to quickly then go through five shadows that there are. <coughs> and the five, these five shadows. The point is not. I'm not trying to tell you that you should know. The answer to I'm telling you is the point is that hashkafas, reputable hashkafas, take different positions on these, and in their field they're good about disclosure. So they may mark on something 
if they were make according to one of these opinions. Um, but you should just be aware of them when you'll see these Hebrew words on there, what they're talking about. Mike is going to say some kind of little Hebrew words there, what they're trying to tell you when they say this. Because the first is, the first is, um, the, there's a question about where the southern border of Eretz Yisrael is. Okay? According to this simple understanding, the southern border goes, give or take, from the bottom of the Amamelech, in a straight line across, give or take, to a place called Wadi al-Arish, uh, basically a, a line across the bottom there. Okay? Eretz Yisrael goes, at the, I'm sorry, the political borders of Israel go about another 50, 60 miles below that, down to Eilat. Okay? For the first, like, 40 miles of that, that it's called the Northern Aravad, that's what it's called, there's a big to do whether that is or is not part of the halachic borders of Eretz Yisrael. Okay, past, past that, past what's the 30th um, latitude or longitude, whichever one it is, is for sure not Eretz Yisrael. Like, a lot, you keep two days of Yom Okay, but, the, but in those, like, 40 miles here, what's called the northern Arava, there are produce that grows there. It's a question whether that is or is not considered Eretz Yisrael. Most of the reputable Hashemachas consider Armachah that it is part of Eretz Yisrael. Okay, but not everybody does. Okay, some people do not consider that to be part of Eretz Yisrael. There's, that's probably the more correct opinion, but we're machmir to assume that the other parts are. The next is, um, Eretzisol is a big, very advanced in their uh, technology of growing produce in greenhouses. Okay, big parts of Eretzisol are desert, okay, they wouldn't be able to grow regular produce like we grow here in Illinois, so they grow things in, in greenhouses, and if done correctly, if done correctly, according to some opinions, you don't have the din of Mashmita. So you could be growing things in Eretz Yisrael, but since it's growing in a greenhouse, separated from the ground, in Hebrew we call that a matzah minutak. Okay, it's a bed that's left, lifted off the ground, and th- there's all kinds of shitas. There's a whole slew of shitas of how to get it right, or if you could do it right. But if you, according to, there are lots of people who will grow produce in greenhouses and consider it to be not shmita produce. So, so it's almost like a sex fake in that, you know, a lot of, I mean, at least I remember when I lived there, a lot of these hydroponic farms are in that southern portion of the Arava, so it's a question of it's in Eretz Yisrael. Interesting, okay. So you know, I, I, I don't know the, the, the statistics of that, but there could be that show. There's something to talk about that. But again, the, the, there's different cheetahs about if you could do it and how you should do it. And a lot, they'll have produce will be marked Matzah Menutak. If, if we had flies, I would show you pictures of them. You know, even in the fruit store, it'll say Matzah Menutak to you, so you let you know what you're getting. Okay, the third is, what happens if produce is grown in Eretz Yisrael on a field that belongs to someone who's not Jewish. Okay? So, that produce, one thing for sure everyone agrees to is there's no Isser Svichen on that. Remember I told you all vegetables are Isser Svichen, they're not Svichen. So cucumbers grown in, in an, an Arab village, those cucumbers are not Svichen. You're allowed to eat them. But they may still be Shemit the produce, okay? which we'll find out soon. You have to treat them with Kedusha Shviyas. So there's a Machlekes about that. The Machlekes is between the Beisheisiv and the Mabit, so it's like four or five hundred years old, this Machlekes. And the Beisheisiv, most of Eretz Yisrael assumes, most of Eretz Yisrael assumes that it does not have Kedusha Shviyas. So you buy, they buy from an Arab farm, it's called Yavul Machri, okay, produce of, of non-Jews. Yavul Machri, most assume that it does not have Kedusha Shviyas to it. The Chazanish was Machri like the Mabit, and he held that it does have Kedusha Shviyas, so Bnei Brak, and those who want to follow him, will eat the produce, because it's not Svichin, but they'll treat it with Kedusha Shviyas. Okay, um, so like the hetemachira is the next step, it, but the yivul nachri is a, a prerequisite to hetemachira. You can't have hetemachira if you don't have yivul, if you don't make like yivul nachri. That's correct. It's a, it's a prerequisite to hetemachira. Um, okay, so if you go to Yerushalayim and you buy produce, you might treat it like a plain old cucumber, but someone from Brebak would not. Okay, they would treat it like with kedusha shvias. Okay, now the next thing is the hetemachira. Again, yivul nachri was the step to get to hetemachira. As you know, there's a big to-do as to whether 
the Hetemachir should work. What's the Hetemachir? Is that they sell the land, the very soul, people sell their farms, and now belongs to a non-Jew. If it belongs to a non-Jew, then um, Shemitah shouldn't apply. Okay, Shemitah should potentially not apply to that land. That's what happens every Shemitah, basically. Each Shemitah. Each Shemitah. sell to God, mm-hmm. and then they that's correct. Yeah. So it's like, just like, it, it, they, they say, it, it's the same thing you do. Before Pesach, you come to Rabbi and say, I want to sell my chametz. Before, before Shemit, you come to Rabbi and say, I want to sell my field. And he arranges for the field to be sold. And come back next year, he, he sells, buys back to you. Okay? So th- there's two, uh, time-wise, I'm just going to be quick. There's two main issues about whether Mechir is good or not. Okay? Two main halachic issues as to whether it's good or not. One is, um, there's an issa called loisachanim. Loisichani means is you're not allowed to sell land in Eretz Yisrael to someone who's not Jewish. Okay, loisitehem chaniyah b'kavi. You're not allowed to sell land in Eretz Yisrael to someone who's not Jewish. Now, that in itself would be, so to speak, the rabbinot's problem. The rabbi does the mechira, maybe over on the iser of loisichani. He would be selling the land. I'm not selling the land. He's selling it. I just ask the rabbi to do me a favor and do it for me. But the question is, the rabbi has to sell it as my shliach. He sells it. I appoint him. Say, please sell my land to this person who's not Jewish. That may be considered shliach adarvera, and it may be that when, when we say ain shliach adarvera, the sale doesn't go through either. That's a question. That's not that's not clear. That that's not for sure yet. So if that if all those pieces went true, is if there's an isravosachonim and he's my shliach to sell the land, then it's ain shliach adarvera. The way around that is to sell the rabbi. To sell you, well, <laughs> right? If you want the rabbi, you want the rabbi to burn for being over yeah. right? okay. now, now, they, they, they have come up with ways. Because you, you live in Chicago, you know. But you're okay. But so if, if we, I own two feet in there. It's a sterile field. Okay. You can't go on my computer. So the, the you should know that there were there were people who came up with ideas of how to avoid the loss of honey. Um, and I'll tell you in one second what they ran into. Because they ran into the second problem. The, the second halachic issue with Hatem Bechir is, is, is there Gemir Stas? Gemir Stas means is, is that when, when people have a transaction, both people have to want to do the transaction. Okay? Like, like let's say there's a Kenyan called Hagbar. Okay? So if I'm sleeping and someone puts this in my hand, lifts my hand up, that's not a Kenyan. Because I had no interest in doing the Kenyan. Just because I did the physical act doesn't mean anything. So the question is, do the people really mean it? Do they mean to make this mechira when um, they're selling the land? So on the one hand, we have a rule that says is if you go through an act and you do something, the fact that in your mind you don't, you're not sincere, that doesn't mean anything. The fact that I didn't mean it doesn't mean anything. I did it. If I, if I signed the papers and I made the transaction, then it, wor- then it works. On the other hand, we have another rule, which is when there's something that's an, a complete farce, it's obviously to everybody that you don't mean it, not just because you happen to be thinking that in your head, it's obvious to everybody that you don't mean it, then, um, that, then that doesn't work, then the kidney doesn't happen. Okay, so the question here is, is this Dvarm uh, Shabalade, it's just in my mind, but I'm doing all the acts so it's considered a kidney, or we say, no, it's obvious that nobody means it Okay, so now. So the difference in the Chiris Chametz is, is that you don't want to own Chametz. You, if, if the I guy... I don't want to own the field either. No, 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 no. If the guy comes along and says, you know what, you have your box of Cheerios, here's three bucks and I'll take your, bu- your Cheerios. Okay, no, I don't care. Give me, the mu- give me the money that it's worth, I'll go buy another box. It doesn't bother you, and you actually don't want to own Chametz on Pesach. As opposed to the farmer, this farmer uh, want doesn't want to give up his field. He, he hasn't been... He wants to give it up. No, no, no. He, he wants to give it up for the year, and he, he wants to... Yeah, that's not, that's he, just just he doesn't want to... 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 He do
because on Pesach I don't want to point board. I don't want to point board. I so let me, let me just tell you, let me, last, last Shemitah and the one before him, I don't know what happened this year, last Shemitah and the one before him, they had this great idea. They said, we're going to solve the first problem of Lois And the, the way they're going to solve it was, through technically in Eretz Yisrael, all the land belongs to the government, um, and they just give people leases on their land. No one actually owns their land that they have. Okay, they give people 99-year leases on their land. So, so the people said, so the people, it's a socialist country, yes. Is that true? It's not It's not everywhere. It's not everywhere. It's a lot of land. There's a huge portion of the land that are owned by people. Okay, it could be. It's my understanding that the vast majority of it is belongs to the country. A lot of land, a lot of fields, and a lot of farms are privately owned. Okay. Half the lands are owned by the church. And leaseholds, but there are things that are owned by individuals. Okay, so, so what they did was, what? so what they did, it's, it's a major legal. So what they did was, so what they did was, they, the, the people said is instead of selling the fields for, for Shemitah, we'll give back our leases to the government. There's no loss of hunting to that, give lease back, and then the government could sell without shlichas. Look, the government is Jewish, then, then, we, then, they could, then they could do the mechira, then they could do the mechira without, without shlichas. Okay, without, without shlichas, they could do it. The problem was, so, so from, from the Loisichanim, shlichas angle, they made, that was an improvement, because there was no there was no shlichas over here. But, but, from the Gemir Stas, they made it horribly worse. Because to think that the government of Israel is going to sell 80% of the land to somebody who's not Jewish, it, that, that, so obvious, it's not a bunch of people selling the little farms that maybe you could say maybe they really mean it. But the, gov- the government representative sits down and says, yes, I'd like to sell you the whole, all the land of Israel for 80 trillion shekel. You could have the whole thing, we'll, we'll move off back to Brooklyn. It's not going to be, you know what I mean? It's, it's not, so that, that makes it the, that part worse. Okay, anyhow, the, the last thing is, the last thing is, the last, um, Shiloh, so, so back, back to uh, the structure we were saying was, is that people who rely on the Hetem Mechirah, that a that, that would rely on that would be saying the food is kosher, uh, while if you don't agree with Hetem Mechirah, then you'll say then it's not. Okay, now, in this, in this sense, the, the Hashkachas that you would probably eat from, all the national American Hashkachas and, and the reputable Israeli ones do not follow the Hetem Mechirah, but there are other Hashkachas that do. So again, you may be getting some that the person is saying, I give Hashkachah on this food as being kosher, but it uh, doesn't meet that standard. The last thing is like this. To get that, I have to explain to you something, which is there's something called Oitzer Bezin. Okay? Oitzer Bezin, everyone agrees to. Yeah, I believe. Oitzer Bezin means it's like this. If I have a field that, uh, and on that, my field I grow grapefruits, um, so it's Shemitah, it's Hefker. Anybody can come and take any grapefruit they want to. So that's really nice. Where do I want to get one? But my field is out in the middle of no place. So how is anybody going to take advantage of these grapefruits that are sitting on the field? So what we do is, the community, that's it. It's not a requirement at all. But people want to be able to get them, so the community gets together and assigns somebody and says, you go down from the field, get a truck, get all the grapefruits, and bring them to town so we can all eat them. Okay? So an individual can't do that. An individual can't harvest all the grapefruits as part of Kedusha Shur. You can't just do that. But the community can appoint someone and send him down and say, you be responsible, get us all the grapefruits, bring them to town, and we'll eat them. 
Okay, that's what you have to do. It's called the Oitzer Bezin. The Bezin, in the community, appoint someone to do that. Okay, so as, as a sort of an aside to what we want to talk about, that's a way that farmers doing Shemitah earn some money, which is this farmer who keeps Shemitah, Bezin appoints that farmer to do this kind of work. They say, you know how to take care of your field, then you, you harvest, you're allowed to pay for that. You're not allowed to pay for the fruit. But you're allowed to pay for the labor. You're allowed to pay for the bags that he's going to put it into, the boxes. Imagine, and the delivery, and, the, and the, all the trucking, all, 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 all the work that he does. So, so he gets paid for that work. That's a side thing. That's a way that money comes to farmers. Now the produce comes to town, and the produce, you, pay, you have to pay them for the amount that the bezin, the community, spent to get it brought into town. But you don't, have, you don't pay for the fruit. Now that fruit has to do with So how does it work for all the wineries? That's what they do. That's your bezin. So what do they do? The, the, the winery itself, they have their farms. So they're the representatives. So they're buying it from bezin back. They don't, no, Bezdin appoints them to do the work, right. and then says, we want you to turn it into wine. We don't have to make wine. You can imagine, imagine the Bezdin making wine. They don't know what they're doing. So they say, you guys make wine out of it, put it into bottles, and when it's all ready, we'll pay you per bottle, pay you $3 a bottle for your wine, because it's for the bottle and for your labor and like that. So we're buying the bottles here, in our stroll, but it's just paying it. You're paying to Bezdin. You pay for Bezin. Well, Bezin goes to Bezin goes to supermarket. We want you to sell it. We'll give you three dollars. You sell it to the next guy for three fifty. So that all that money is going to paying the bills to get the wine to the store. So essentially, all the wine things sold on Bezin are non-profits. Bezin making money off of it, whatever they want to do with the money. That's supposed to be non-profit. But the person who's making money is supposed to be the farmer. The person who represents Bezin appointed. He's being paid by the hour to do his job. So, so, so it's hourly fee they're paying him basically the same amount he's making before? So that's a separate question, not for today. But uh, often it ends up being similar, uh, but that it shouldn't be. In theory, it shouldn't be. Okay. Um, okay, we, we're running in tight. So anyhow, this, this, there's a way, there's a way, uh, I have to just say this last part. There's a way that, there's a way that, that, that there's something called Zuria Mukdemet. Okay, Zeria Mukdem means early planting, which is, there's a machlokis about this, but the Chazanish holds that if you plant something, if you plant vegetables before Shemitah, and they grow during Shemitah, those, no, they plant, if they plant them at all before Shemitah, and they, and they are harvested during Shemitah, they are not considered Tzvichin. They have Kedushriyas, because they were harvested during Shemitah, but they're not considered Tzvichin. So the farmer plants his tomatoes uh, a few days before Rosh Hashanah, those get harvested, or a man would plant potatoes. For months after Shemitah, he could be harvesting potatoes that were planted right before Shemitah. So those, they have Kedusha Shemitah, so they would be sold through an Urchabezin. But they're not Tzvichin. There's an odd, an odd breed we have over here. Vegetables, I told you, all vegetables are usher because they're Tzvichin, they're harvested during Shemitah. So these are vegetables that are harvested during Shemitah, and they're considered Shemitah produce, but they're, um, they're not considered Tzvichin. So you're allowed to eat them. So if you hold of Zri Mukdamit, which the Chazanish did hold of it, then it's this produce, you can eat it, you have to eat it with Kedusha All the people have, no, 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 this is Svich and you now eat it all together. Okay? So this is, this is a cooler to, to say Zri Mukdamit is Mutter. Okay? Only cool in his entire life. No, it's actually, no, it's not true. Actually, Chazanish has three very big coolers about Shemitah. Uh, uh, but, but, okay, so, so I'm, I'm, I would take all this more time, I'm, I'm just time crushed. Okay, so what I want to show you now is, what does it mean, what does it mean that produce has Kedusha Shviyas? Okay, 
through one of these different ways that I mentioned to you, you end up with something that you, that's Kedusha spheres. Okay, you end up with something that has, usually it would be a fruit, that's why I brought fruits with me. You end up with something that has Kedusha that has spheres. So I just want to go briefly through some of the things that would be relevant to know what you should do with this thing that has Kedusha spheres, to understand what it means. Okay, so the first thing is like this. You have to use, you have to use Shemitah produce for the proper use, the best, the, the uh, or typical good way of using the produce. Okay, so so in, in, I'm going to first do a lemon. Okay, lemon people eat lemons, but nobody, okay, almost nobody eats lemons straight. People don't bite into lemons unless they're doing it because they're sick. Okay, wow. if, 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 wow. they can eat lemons. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so, but people don't people don't eat it straight. So if a person were to eat it straight, that would be considered wasteful. That's not the right way to use a lemon. Okay? But if you want to squeeze lemon into your drink, that's okay. That's what people do with lemons. You want to make lemonade, that's okay. Okay? It, in contrast, in contrast to if you have carrots, okay, people eat carrots, almost nobody juices carrots. Therefore, that's, that's not true nowadays. Okay. It's a very... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. So in, in my... We don't care about them because they're a bunch of liberals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Not really. I agree with you. I'm just saying. Gosh. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think, think it'll be juice nowadays. Okay, okay. Peaches. Most people don't juice peaches. Potato juice. Okay, they do. Okay, so... Potato juice. Potato juice. So... Oh, my gosh. It's so you, a person yeah, can, can, has to use it for the best use. Okay, so now, now that then the 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 you're not you're not you're not allowed to waste the produce. So it means it's like this. So if, if I if I if I cut slices of of a lemon, I don't I don't have to eat the lemon. Okay, you don't have to eat the, the produce. But if I if I cut this piece. And I said, you know, I'm eating this one, but this piece at the end, eh, this is not true. I don't need this one. Okay, I can't throw it out. I can't waste it. That's considered wasteful to throw out the rest of this, this, this part of the orange. Oh, I'm sorry, of the lemon. Okay, but that thing that says that you can't waste it is only something that some people would save. Okay, nobody saves the, the liquid that's on the knife. Okay, there is anybody who's so frugal that they save the liquid off their knife, okay? Everybody pours that in the garbage, okay? And therefore, you're not mukhlif to save that, okay? So when, when you make habdullah on shemitah wine, you're not allowed to pour it out over the edge to let it spill into the cup. You're not allowed to put your candle out into that wine, because that's considered wasteful. But if you drink from the cup, if there's a few drops left, nobody puts that back into the bottle. Some, if there's a few ounces, some people put that back. But if there's a few drops, nobody puts that back, you can spill that out. You don't have to worry about that, okay? Now, a question. In the, the example of overflowing your case for Abdullah, mm-hmm. most people don't, that's considered wasteful. Well, but if you just overflow it and you just pour, now you're pouring, what are you going to do with it? You have to fill it away. So, no, but, but that's an but amount, but you're right. You're true that no one but it's an amount of, of it's, it's an amount of wine that somebody would save. An ounce or two of the wine, somebody would, there are people who would pour that, would keep an ounce or two, so you have to keep it. But for Abdullah, Everybody's night to throw that in the garbage. Okay, the interesting question. Okay, I have to think about that one. I'm thinking about that. But putting it in your pockets, you can't do that thing. That that thing doesn't work. No. Right. Why? Because it's because you're wasting it. But even though that's not the tariff, people using it. Wait, wait a second. How many of all the bottles of wine in the store? How many of them end up in people's pockets? Right. That's not what people do with wine. They're just in their pockets. Okay. I don't think I don't think that goes. Okay. Now. Okay. okay, now, I took, I, took this, I took the lemon, I took the lemon, and I squeezed it into my, I squeezed it into my drink.
drink, whatever you, your favorite drink is, okay? Uh, I put it into my drink. And now, I'm not going to do this for you. I don't have a cup here, but I pour it into my drink. And now I'm left with the rind behind, okay? So what do I do with that? So the first thing is, when you're dealing with a lemon, um, lemon rind actually has a food juice. People use, it for, people use it for food use. They make food out of it. Correct. So therefore, you, you, would not, you would not be able to throw that out because it still has a food use. Just getting meat in there. Now, so now but what happens if you have... Okay, what happens... Okay, so okay, I'm not throwing out, I'm not throwing out the peel because the peel I could still use as food. What about the pits inside of my lemon? Okay, nobody, nobody does anything with the pits inside the lemon. Well, that's what you say. But the truth is, the truth <laughs> is, the truth is what? <laughs> well, replanting would, if just because you use it for planting wouldn't mean it has to lose your It would have to be, but it's animal food. So the thing is like this. If something is food for animals, the din says something that's food for animals, it has to lose your Because anything that's fit for humans or for animals. Okay, I forgot the end You get, but the child is like this. So the child is like this. That din was said, that thing was said for people who live in agricultural society. And they had animals to feed it to. So when they had leftovers at the end of the meal, they put it outside and the horses ate it. Okay? What am I going to do with pits? Okay? In, what will, who will eat my pits? There, isn't any animal, there aren't any animals around who, can, who I can feed my pits to. Okay? So that's a shiloh whether the din is the same. When nowadays, there's nothing for me to do with the, those pits. Those are not animal food. In theory, they're animal food. But living where I do, it, it, it's not animal food. There's nothing realistic that I can do with that. Okay? So that's a shiloh whether, whether those two don't have to do shishis. Okay? I'm going to skip that because I'm, really, I'm over time already. And now that I, okay, so we figured out that there's something left over, let's say the rind, or just this piece like this that I decided not to eat. Okay? Or from the apple, had I peeled it, I was going to talk about different shilohs about apples, um, about what the shishis for apples might be, uh, how to treat them properly, but I had leftovers. And I'm not eating them, I can't throw them out. So what do you do? So th- there's, there's two ways to deal with it. There's the, there's the traditional way to do with it, and then there's the modern way to deal with it. Okay? And you tell me what you think makes more sense. Okay, traditionally, what people did was they, they wrapped it up. They wrapped it up and put it in the garbage. And the point was that when they wrapped it up, they were, wait, you can't just put it straight into the garbage because that's not treating it properly. You're putting it together with all kinds of other junk in there. So wrapping it up is a way of treating it more respectfully and putting it into the garbage. Now, in the garbage, it's going to get crushed up and mixed. But that's like... And that's considered grandma. I'm okay. I'm allowed to do that. So I would put it into a bag, put it into the garbage, and it would be and that, that would be the end of it. That was the traditional way that people dealt with the leftovers from shemitah. It's not just it's not just an orange. I mean, you could have a salad, and you have some pieces left at the end, and that's what they put into a bag, put it in the garbage. Cable people said, you know what? No, I don't want to make a grandma either. I don't want to treat it so nicely. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have a, what's called a pach shvius. Okay, a pach. Um, uh, in English, we call it a garbage can. Okay, but uh, so it's a container, and I put my sweet deposits into it, and I say, and I leave it there. And when it gets rot, rot, rotted to the point that even animals won't eat it, then I say, no problem. Now I can throw it out because now it has no kedusha spheres. But the problem is like this. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not to my compost. No, no, no. We are way before that. The problem is like this. Okay, so tonight, today, you guys had some salad. He has some salad up on his plate. He puts it under his thing, and it sits there. Okay, comes uh, tomorrow morning, and he has another salad. Well, he can't put that into, into there because, hey, it doesn't sit well with it, and that's like half spoiled already. So the sh- it wouldn't be proper to the Shemitah to put it into there. So he makes, that's the Thursday one, and he makes a Friday one. Now it comes Shabbos, he has some leftover from his Chalm. Well, Chalm and Sal don't go together, so he has a third one. 
So by the end of the week, he's got a whole lineup before the first one goes bad. He's allowed to throw it out. Okay. So it's a pot of time. Bad is bad if it's good. It's good. But by the second salad, either I can throw it into that one or I can take that one from the time. So you're right. But first of all, it's starting to go. It's not a good idea. And sometimes food don't mix with each other. Chong and salad don't go together. So it's not proper to the chong to mix it with the salad. So so what happens? So then those people say, okay, so we'll just put like a layer in between. Like they put like a piece of a foil in between, like, you know, uh-huh. layer it up of all the different things. But, but so, so there are other people who try to do that, and there are a lot of other people who just keep with the original, the traditional way of doing it, which was like, this, this atom isn't really so, so practical for most people. Um, but you probably see both. Okay, um, I think... Composting in general. Well, composting is not... Inherently, composting is not proper for Shemitah produce, because that's a waste. If this is food, if this is edible now, and I use it for fertilizer, I'm not using it for the proper use. The use it has is for food, or for, an, for humans or animals to eat it. So to use it for composting is not the way I'm supposed to do it. If once it's spoiled, I do whatever I want to. But while it's still usable for people, I can't, I can't compost it. That would be a waste for it. That would be not using it properly. How true is when I make a say, mirror, the mirror dining room, so every meal they can fill the whole thing and they tie it up and they're done, right? Well, well, well if they had the shmita produce, yes, they could just throw the whole thing and get rid of it. That's what they do. They have the right pasture, you Okay. But so I'm saying, they're, because they have enough volume that they can tie up one bag per meal, they don't have the issue of different meals. Well, well you should, wait a minute. Tie it up is the old way of doing it, which is yeah, put it out in a bag. That's pretty but good. if you want to wait for it to rot, that means if every meal they have a, a whole garbage can full of all their stuff waiting to rot. That's pretty, that's going to be that's quite a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? That, they have three meals a day, and they have lots of stuff there, you know? Um, okay. Um, so, I'll take questions if you want to. Um, anybody have any questions? We can go home also. Okay, fine. So, so how, far, how far does this go? Meaning, if you have. Um, <laughs> that's a load of questions. You know, like, do you have to be careful about orange juice? What about orange juice? Meaning, if the orange is. It's Spice oranges, and, you know, it's. I don't know what's, the that, what's, that, that, what's that bread. Like, can it next year. Yes, of course. You have to be concerned. That's from Shemitah. How far does it go? So the juice is the juice is a, is a, is a use of the food. It has kedusha shemitah. So if it comes from a shemitah orange, either it's shemitah orange, which would be okay, it would be a shemitah orange, and you would you have to treat it like with kedusha shemitah. You could drink it. You can drink it. You just have to not waste it and not, not well, discard it, etc. Well, well, if it has a red pill, if it has a red pill, hashkocha. So let me, let me, okay, let me, let me say something. Uh, okay, uh, a reputable hashkocha will not, they can't actually, but they won't sell you something that's kedusha shviyas to a consumer who doesn't know what to do with it. They won't give it to you and just say, here, go eat, take care of it, and you don't know what you're supposed to do with it. So they put out a market and they say, this has Kedusha Shviyas, people who know what to do with it. But a, 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 a national brand is not going to tell them, they're going to tell them not to buy, they're going to buy the orange juice, that has Kedusha Shviyas. No, no, okay, orange juice sold like this, I can't believe would have Kedusha Shviyas. They sell oranges in the store, figuring, and people who walk here who know what to do and will buy the Kedusha Shviyas. We'll oversee the Trabacana orange supply next year. Yes, sure they, they, of course, they, they would not let you are not allowed to do oranges from Arizona. Correct, that's correct. Because if they were, if they were, the Jewish people and not Jewish people won't do the shoes. That wouldn't be very responsible. I'm yes, saying, yes. We, no, we they would not. That yes, okay, yes, it's a reputable hashgacha. I guess the second question, how does this apply, how does she apply to, let's say, you know, 
le- you're using the example of leaven, like you use that for fragrances, you use that for you know, soap. How does, how does it apply in that? So that's, that's a good question. You, I'm trying to remember if you're allowed to use it for soap. I don't believe you are. I don't remember. Um, but the, each of the uses, you have to think it through and say, is, there's a few, ca- few criteria. Uh, one is if it's for human use, and it is. Um, the other question is, is it's called some Hanasan, Ruin Shava. Do you get the benefit from it at the same time that you destroy it? So maybe you soap you could be, I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, lots, lots of quotes are simply meant for other if you want to way around that, be like that, for example. Give it to you, it's already one of the main shows. The full thing is that without the kids eating. That's what I don't think about it. I have to think about that. Okay, so it's not like very bad for the 